we complain that people don't want to use straws anymore. That's mm-hmm. what we do. We exactly. go, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. No straws? Come on. Come on. That's unfair. Watch, watch out for the turtle. That's unconstitutional. Can a turtle just dodge it? <laughs> and right? then Starbucks just goes to a completely strawless lid. Yeah. You probably don't go to Starbucks anymore, but... Living I, a strawless environment. Yeah. You know, a strawless life. I'm living. Yep. That's fine. I don't care. No, but... Okay, you read up... Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast about viewing the world through the lenses of the Bible. We release a fresh podcast every week. Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Man, is it hot in here? Yeah, because of climate change, bro. I don't believe in climate change. I'm a Christian. Tell that to the Titanic. Gotcha. The most ridiculous <laughs> intro to a podcast of all time. But welcome to Biblical Lenses, welcome everybody. Lenses. In this episode, we that whole intro is literally just a bad skit. It but was. we are going to be talking about cl- uh, not climate change. We're going to be talking about environmental conservation. Conservation. We're going to be talking Which about the environment. Has a lot to do with maybe climate change. We're probably going to dip into climate change. Yeah. We might talk about fracking. We're definitely going to say some Al Gore quotes. Definitely some Al Gore quotes yeah. and some other things. But before we say any of those amazing quotes, uh, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, please do. We'd appreciate it. Leave a five-star review and um, uh, maybe a nice little something, a quote of your own on Apple Podcasts, but also subscribe on any podcast player in which you listen to podcasts. Let's get started. What are we talking about? Here we go. Boom. Love it. Are we? What, what do we do? What do we do with the environment? Which you? It's our playground, know, right? Yeah. Well, we okay. have funsies with it. Now you're just doing that to be mean. No. When I first brought this up, I okay. said, "Okay, look, like I want to talk about this because I feel like a lot of us, as maybe Christians, mm-hmm. maybe some people that might be posing as Christians, say that like, oh, well, you know, I don't necessarily have to uh, worry about the climate because you know, the, like the Lord gave us this, the earth and we are to subdue it." And they see that as like basically just use the earth as your playground and do right. whatever you want with it. Or other people will say, well, the Lord's coming back one day. Sure. And when he comes back, the he'll earth is gonna, restore you know, it. Yeah, he's going to restore it. So in the meantime, I'm going to use this thing like I'm five years old at Chuck E. Cheese and pee in the ball pit. I'm going to get my F-250 diesel Ford truck Hook and em. just run it until I die. Like, you know, it's one of those things that's just like, and that's yeah. what I've been thinking about. Anytime I see a, especially here in Texas, okay. Anytime I see a gigantic truck, you feel and you just hear that diesel engine go, and you just see black smoke like yeah. pouring out. You're like, you're feeling though somewhere deep down in your soul, like you're feeling two things. Number one, you're feeling like you want to scream out "Murica" real hard. Yeah. And definitely. on the other side, you're going, "Is that really? Are yeah. We really like taking good care. Of yeah. What's going on? And definitely since like. The main news stream lately has okay. been like, well, one, politics, but two, like, are we killing our environment? Right. I have to step back and think like, you know, although I don't necessarily believe everything that I read, mm-hmm. there are people that have spent a lot more time in school than me. Mm-hmm. And they look at all of the data and they go, world's heating up. Well. Like, it's getting hot. Okay. And what are we going to do about it? Okay. Well, okay. Well, listen. I think it's true that if you do like a quick Google search uh, on just the word Christian and like the environment, Mm -hmm. you're immediately going to get a lot of articles talking about how we as evangelical Christians are climate deniers or we don't care about the environment. There's quite a few of articles Mm -hmm. I just found. Okay. Is that the case? Do we as Christians not care about it as a whole? Are we supposed to care about it? What does the Bible say about it? Mm. So like here's, I just kick off with this verse, okay? okay. Um, uh, I'm thinking Genesis chapter 2, 15. Okay, we got creation. The Lord God took the man, 
put them in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. Mm-hmm. Okay, it does not say to abuse it and do whatever he wants to it. Yeah, it doesn't say that. Yeah, okay? what do you what what's in your mind? What are you thinking? Well, like when when we think about like the entire idea of Adam and Eve's purpose in the garden, it was literally to take this great garden that they were placed in mm-hmm. and spread it around the world. And so a lot of people think like, oh yeah, the garden he was in was earth. And it's like, right. well, it was a, it was a part of earth and they sure. were supposed to take that garden and plant it elsewhere and bring it out to okay. like the world. Yeah. And so what does it mean to be good stewards of what we we've been given? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily know if that means like, I'm not saying that we can't chop down trees because okay. here's the statistic is like, for every tree that's chopped down, normally two trees are planted. Well, but, and then also think about this, like just because we're called to work it and keep it, like we also know that Adam and Eve were butt naked for a while. It's a beautiful life to it's, live. That's well, some would say nudist colony is weird, well, but they were naked and yeah. then they sinned and God clothed them. He had to kill an animal to clothe them. That is true. So there is something to be said about the provision of the things that God has made to protect us, to help us. Like, so for instance, I mean, you were talking about Genesis chapter 128 and God said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, over every living thing that moves on the earth. But I'm also talking about uh, Jeremiah 2 verse 7 says, I brought you into a plentiful land to enjoy its fruits and good things. I get that, but at what point in time does enjoying its good fruits move from enjoyment to like... Classic Nolan, always just diving into the gray. You You don't want to talk about the black and white things. You're like, hmm, you know, you're literally wearing a gray t-shirt right now, diving me into the gray. Let's go. Fine. Take me there. No, I mean, like, here's here's my thing. It's like, the thing that I have a hard time with is... Uh, at what point in time is there an overuse of the like the resources that God has given us? Okay. You know, and so like uh, I am seeing here, uh, especially, and maybe it's just because we live in America and it's a land of like plenty, plenty. Okay. You know, and so um, we've always been been hit for like, oh, we you know throw away more food than people can consume in a year. Sure, you know, like in, in a month or whatever in the United States. So it's like to me, it's just okay. Are we are we using more than we actually need? And at what point in time do we need to look at ourselves and say, what is our responsibility as Christians on this earth? Mm-hmm. Should we start holding us accountable? Like I brought this up right before we started talking, but like right. there is a giant garbage patch in the Pacific Ocean. It's true. And for many of us, we just go like, okay, cool. Or like even the idea of, and I mean, I guess like this can even get into the political one, which I'm not trying to get into, but like yes, when, when California is like, and like the entire Western coast is burning to the ground, like I get it. There might be some environmental practices, right? But also like as Christians, should we say like, well, like how, how do we take care of our, of our environment? How do we take care of our, of our world so that we make sure that this doesn't happen? We complain that people don't want to use straws anymore. That's mm-hmm. what we do. We exactly. go, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. No straws. Come on. Come on. That's unfair. Watch, watch out for the turtle. That's unconstitutional. Can a turtle just dodge it? And right? then Starbucks just goes to a completely strawless lid. Yeah. You probably don't go to Starbucks anymore, but... Living I, a strawless environment. Yeah. You know, a strawless life. I'm living. Yep. That's fine. I don't care. No, but... Okay, you're bringing up a good point. It's like, how much is too much? Yeah. Do, what's our role in conservation and taking care of the world? 
And where in that gray area do we say it's okay to use this, but what's considered overuse? There's so many things that are tangentially connected to taking care of the earth, population, resource needs, technology, Mm -hmm. uh, um, economies. There's like all of these things are just connected. And it's not only that right answer. Like, I guess like my thing is, is like when we see uh, photos of like Beijing and it's covered in like a cloud of smog, right? It's like, that's not taking care of the earth. That's not uh, or it's right. Judgment. I don't know. Well, I mean, it Just might kidding. be. You know, JKZs. wow, that that hurts to my Korean side of me. That that kind of hurts. You know, no, I'm just joking. Um, but like when you know when we see that kind of stuff, or like when when I see like um, birds or fish and their stomach is opened up and plastic just pours out of it. But that's what I'm saying. Like you don't see a lot of Christians nowadays, and that's my thing. Is like mm-hmm. I see a lot of people um, crying out and saying like this is wrong. This is terrible. A lot of organizations that that are saying like, I can't believe this is going on, but I don't see a lot of people saying like, I'm a Christian. I'm called to take care of this world and the the creatures that are in it. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that God, God would be very pleased with the way that we've been taking care of his creation. So what in your opinion, like should every Christian's life look like a homesteading with free range chickens in the backyard, driving a Tesla, mm. um, and they they don't uh, like leave any sort of footprint. They have a rain barrel, mm. right? Is that what the, it should look like? Or also, the argument might be is how much time, energy, and effort do we have to put into the conservation of the Earth? I'm sure, like most people are, for the most part, I, I think people tend to be nice people mm-hmm. they try to be nice people mm-hmm. um we have sinful hearts obviously but they want to do good things they try to do good things and be good people so on and so forth with morality but it's like how much time in the day and how much bank money in the bank account do i have to dedicate to this when i just gotta i gotta pay for little Susie's braces over here like mm-hmm. i just gotta i just gotta i gotta get little timmy to soccer practice and at the end of the day like these things happen to be more important than those things. These things are right in my face and those things aren't. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's, uh, when, and that's like the argument that everybody gets down to where it's like, you know, what is more in like, what is economically more important? And I'm not me? saying that's the right answer. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. That seems yeah. like probably, it's probably and a I'm, common thought process. I'm definitely not saying like everybody, cause I don't, I certainly don't do this, but like, I'm not saying that everybody should just have a homestead with like collected sure. rainwater and wearing like, I don't know. What's, what's a shoe that you Burlap. Burlap. Yeah. Or like Birkenstocks, you Birkenstocks. know, like, you know, those are probably not even Toms. economically harvested, but like my biggest thing is like, I'm not saying that you should be doing that. Mm. Um, but I am saying like, you know, I just, I feel like mm, I don't know this is the hairy situation because because I feel like there's not a lot of voices that are out there saying like like especially Christian voices like hey let's come up and find other solutions let's come up and find other alternatives to this because there are a lot of alternatives to it but I feel like because of convenience Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that just say like well it's more convenient to do this it's like well yeah it's also more convenient for me to steal something it's more convenient for me to like but at what point do you say like everybody should drive a Tesla everybody should drive an electric car when an electric car is at least 35 or 40 grand and above and when I had to buy a new car I was like listen I have I have restraints Mm -hmm. I don't have I have constraints to this purchase I don't have that much money yeah I need it to be a truck so I can haul things 
Like, and I get it. It doesn't get great gas mileage, but I'm like, this is the need for my life. Do, do, am I supposed to say as a Christian, I don't haul things. I don't have that thing to like, I can't do those things because I'm trying to take care of the earth. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like on an individual level, it's not going to matter. Like you driving a Tesla, like it doesn't. And actually like, but if everybody on an individual did something right, it would matter. But that's what I'm saying. Like if everybody on an individual level did that, then you would see like, I mean, we're talking about economics now, but you'd see like the cost for like, Tesla's start to decrease as they become more competitive in the market. But like, like I'm saying I'm talking more on like the like national level. So like, are we going to stand up and say like, Hey, you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing all of this plastic in the ocean. Like let's start raising funds for, you know, like environmental conservation. We see a lot of people raising funds for all of these kind of like ministry projects. We see people going over to, you know, Ethiopia and right. you know, like preaching the gospel, which is great. It's like, yes, you know, that needs to happen. But I don't see a lot of Christians saying like, hey, we need to go out in the middle of the ocean and like, you know, clean up the Pacific garbage patch. Like we need to go out to our local like forest. Right. Like, you know, we have this this creek that's kind of right down here by our house. Sure. And every after every festival, like me and my wife just went after one of the big festivals down here um, that Snoop Dogg came down to. Um, not, a, not a subtle brag, but, you know, he was yeah. here. Um, Snoop was in the house. <laughs> anyways, like there was just trash bottle caps you know like garbage just everywhere and i was like this like and i thought i had this thought what if our life group just went down to the creek and picked up trash nobody's gonna be there like we're not gonna preach the gospel to anybody hardly anybody goes down to that creek but like is god's calling on to our like life group to just go and clean up the the beautiful creek that he's given us it could be and i'm just playing devil's advocate it's not that i don't agree with you but some might say what can I do with my time, my talents, and my finances? If the first like, and greatest commandment that's given to me is go into the world and make disciples, like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do that. And then secondly, it's to love people and have a heart for people. Well, then now I'm donating my time, talents, and finances to people who would rescue people from sex trafficking because people made in the image of God are so valuable and important. Mm. And then you have like, well, now if I have any time, talents and finances left over, do I give to a dog shelter? I saw Sarah McLaughlin singing on a late night commercial (laughs) and and some crying dog. Do I have to give to that? And it's like, okay, great. I'm going to give to that. And it's like, what do I have left over? Very, very little. I got to get a little Timmy to practice and there's trash in the creek. So it's like it becomes uh, uh, the limitation of those assets, of those resources. Mm-hmm. And to some, some might see the conservation of the environment as a main thing they have to do. And others might say the saving and rescuing of people in slavery and, and sex trafficking, that's way more important. Some, which I think is probably the wrong thing, some Christians might say the spiritual work of leading people to Christ is more important than the physical work of taking care of these things mm. and taking care of the world. I think that's blatantly you're now you're just denying yeah. you're denying your responsibility yeah. versus saying, Hey, listen, I have a lot of responsibilities and I have to prioritize that becomes the gray part to me is like, how do we prioritize it? Yeah. And I think like, I think the main thing is, is like, it's, it's prioritizing doesn't have to necessarily be about, Oh, uh, you know, like you have to take a thousand dollars and, and, and use it to clean up your environment every single like week. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it rests on the individual level, but I'm Mm -hmm. saying like, I think as Christians, we should definitely start talking more about like, Hey, like, what are we 
doing? Like, are, why, why are we mining? And I think it goes down to human rights issues as well. Like, why are we mining lithium out of Africa? Like, right. you know, and like, because then we're paying for ch- child child slavery. Right. Like, we're also harvesting, like, minerals that we're never going to get back. Like, they're not mm-hmm. reusable. All of these other things. It's like, it's not necessarily that I'm saying, like, oh, you have to throw your iPhone away right now. Because I definitely recognize that as, like, a necessity. Hey, I need this. But as something that you you pointed out the other day um, to me, like, in a, I'm going to bring out our private conversation, but like in, in our conversations, which was like, Hey, you know, what am I using my phone for? Like, I'm like, and, and I'm just as guilty as this, but like, I am constantly just scrolling on it, using it for Instagram, for this, that, mm-hmm. like, that's going to cause your battery to, to degrade in your phone. Like, like as Christians, should we be concerned about, oh, I need to, I need to upgrade my phone every year sure. and waste more precious resources? Or should it be like, you know what? I need to be wise with what I have and try to use it as long as possible. Even if that means that, yes, I've got to charge my phone twice a day or something like that, you yeah. know? But for us, a lot of it is, well, I just want the convenience of having an all day battery life. So I'm going to trade in my phone and get rid of that battery. It's like, well, those resources aren't going to magically like renew in the earth, you know? So it's like, it's that kind of stuff that for me, it's just like, maybe as Christians, we should start saying like, Hey, let's see like if we can use this stuff or like, do I need to trade in my car every single year or can I, I think, I think there's like the pursuit of conviction in the way in which we are being stewards. I think that's, that's what we're after. Right. It's like, I can't handle all of it at once. I can't possibly Mm. think all of it at once, but I could say, Hey, maybe I could do a little bit more and be a little bit more on it about this or that. Maybe I could want less of this and less upgrades and just be fine with what I have. There's a lot of biblical things I would say there. Being content with what you've been given, being a good steward of what you've been given, of what's around you. But I think the hard part comes when there are people who are like diehard, for instance. There are people who are like diehard animal activists. It mm. comes from a good place, right? Mm-hmm. This is just yeah. an example. We'll get back to the environment conservation in a second. There's diehard animal activists. They would say animal activism, animal rights, PETA, like this is the most important thing. Mm. But yeah. there's 50 other NGOs, 50 other causes out there that are all mm-hmm. going, no, no, mine's the most important thing. Yeah. Sex trafficking, no, slavery, no, animal rights, no, whaling, no. And it's like, mm-hmm. holy cow, all of these to somebody who is embedded in the trenches of it, it's the most important thing. So for me who goes, yeah, I love animals. I have a dog. I treat her very well. They go, that's not enough. Mm, and it's like, yeah. well, I'm trying. I'd love yeah. to try. And I'd like to be a well-rounded person. But I have a dog. I love that dog. But I smoked me a brisket the other day. Delicious. <laughs> You're not talking me out yeah. of that. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Some people, there's a real deep like... Like when it comes to conservation and yeah. animals, there's a real hardcore conversation where a lot of people who are animal activists don't like hunting. But hunters yeah. will say you only shoot what you're willing to eat yeah. and you take every as many parts of that animal as you can. And that animal died with respect and yeah. worth. And I actually value that animal yeah. versus meat that's being raised in these crazy yeah. meat farms or, you know, all filled with shots of this and that Mm -hmm. and hormones and it's like that's horrific that animal lived a horrible life but like I raised pigs in FFA when I was a kid that pig lived a good life I bathed Mm -hmm. that pig I gave haircuts to that pig I used to pet that pig I cuddled that pig I cuddled that pig but then I ate that pig and it was delicious so people would go like you shouldn't ever and it's like well the other argument is 
that's the best way to do it. Yeah. That their argument is actually I'm caring for the land and subduing the earth and mm-hmm. taking good care of it. Yeah. Well, and I, I guess like I definitely understand that portion of it where it's like, you know, I once again, I'm not saying that we should just all of a sudden give up everything that we that we've done. Like we shouldn't just give up all of our cars and right. just go back to like riding horses or anything like that. So no like Green that. New Deal for you. No, no, hey, definitely no Green New Deal. <laughs> yeah, for sure not. But like, I guess, I guess I just, I, I, I think about a lot like, you know, if the... I definitely understand that there's a higher importance put on like souls being saved, you know, and and that's like, you know, that's the, that's the first thing that we should be concerned about. But at the same time, like, you know, I just, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's, it's important. I think it's important for us to not, not put down those that are trying to, conserve the environment either because i've seen a lot of christians i don't think you should put them down but i've seen it but here's the thing is i've seen a lot of christians just say like you know and this is kind of getting back to the very original part of the argument which is like I've seen a lot of christians get like be like oh you're just a tree hugger you know or you're just right. like you're like why are you caring about this it's like you know or they yeah. put down like greta thunberg this like you know 11 year old that's just saying like sure i just love the environment they're like well you know what do you know about the environment it's like right. she's just saying that she wants to like have yeah. a have a beautiful earth one day, you know. Well, it's the like the unfortunate thing is that most Christians tend to be in in the United States tend to be conservative, Republican, and think in kind mm-hmm. of like certain ways. And yeah. The problem with that is really us getting wrapped up in echo chambers and yeah. not listening to the voices of other people who are more interested in caring about other things that don't make its way into that echo chamber. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we should never be putting people down. We should be listening. But, and you can have a firm stance. Like, I, okay, I'm just going to come out of the gate. I have a firm stance. My firm stance is human life is more valuable than animal life or plant life. That's the end of the day. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, that's my stance. It doesn't mean that I trash the environment or I, or I hate or hurt animals. But at the end of the day, if, if the choice comes, which one's going to survive here? This baby, this dog, or this patch of land? I'm going, the baby. Yeah. And that's how I feel. Yeah. And that means not like put a gun to the head of each of them. It's what if I need to devour this patch of land to feed that baby? I'm going to do that. What if I have to kill this dog to feed that baby? I'm going to do that. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, that's what's most important to me. It doesn't mean though that I have to put myself into those situations, but it's just, to me, it just feels like we shouldn't be putting people down. We should be, we should be listening with an open mind and you don't have to give up your convictions, I don't think, at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. Sorry, I, that was a bit of a rant. No, I mean, I, I, I love it so much. Like, I guess my, the thing that I have, a, I have a hard time with is like, you know, just when the Lord asks us to take care of the earth and be good stewards of it. Yes. I just don't, I don't see a lot of that happening. And, and granted, we live in a very fallen world, and so I don't right. expect somebody like you know when the majority of of people which like it's the i'm not hating on china but the statistic is that the like the chinese government and and china is the worst offenders offenders of of environmental conservation of all time right now and so it's like you know just to pick on them for a minute like you know uh, most of them are not christian and so i'm not expecting non-christians to go right oh we got to take care of our world you know and right, it's like right, right. but i am saying like you know as the like as christians we also shouldn't just say like you know well let's continue to prop up you know this you know this 
thing, way of thinking. You know, way of thinking. Just, what's, what, what's just because right it doesn't about, affect like, us. When you bring that up, it brings up a good point. Like we can look at other countries and say the United States statistically leads the way as being the least polluting country out of all other mm-hmm. like major countries. Yeah. Do we play the comparison game and say that's good enough? Or do we play the utopia game and say we need to get it to perfect? And it's like, because the truth of the matter is, I think both of those are probably wrong. That's what I think. I think you to play the comparison game and go, well, at least we're better than so-and-so. It's like, "Mm, well, now you're just excusing yourself from behavior that could be better. But there is also, and it tends to be with people who are single-minded, very narrowly focused activists about the environment, is they're looking forward to the utopia. And the Mm -hmm. truth is... You're never going to change. You said fallen world. You're never going to fix a fallen world where mm-hmm. people want to party and yeah. a beer cap goes loose. Utopia will never be there. Yeah. So what do we do? Like, Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, We, we got to hold people to a higher standard when you see other countries saying, like, yeah. especially as the United States, like a quote unquote, you call Christian nation. It's like when you see other you know countries doing that kind of stuff, you got to say like, hey, like this is it's important that you start behaving like this. Like that's, and I guess that's, that's where I'm, I'm having a hard time with right now because I see a lot of hypocrisy from, okay. from both people where they say like, well, like the U S has to do better at this. And, and as you said, we're never going to get to like, like, like the ability to n- never be like, never pollute, you know, well, like that's always going to happen. Human beings in the world, they exactly. have to use the resources. Right? right. And so it's like, but at the same time, what we can say is like, Hey, who are the worst contributors to this to, to, to the environment right now? Mm-hmm. It's these countries. Right. Hey, we can definitely put you know put sanctions. We can we can put repercussions on right. certain things that you're doing. But instead, we have we have corporations and other large entities that say like, well, like as long as it doesn't hit major headlines, but then, we're good. Don't you get into the anthropological argument, which is like, well, now we're saying, hey, our culture. The Western culture is more right because we use our resources like this, right? And we say your Chinese culture, you have more people in your country than us, and you use the resources, the land and uh, around you in a certain way. Your culture's wrong. Yeah, but I, I, I think like there's there's something that's that's a there's evidence that their culture is wrong and it's this that you can't walk outside of your house in beijing on a bad day without literally suffocating from the from the fumes that are outside in the air and so to me it's like hey if you can't live in your own city maybe you shouldn't be living like that at all like you know if, if so and that's that's to me where it's hard it's like you know i see a lot of just hypocrisy where we're saying like, well, we'd like for you to not do that, but all of our countries send over manufacturing jobs over to China instead of saying, Hey, we're going to figure out how to do it better and cleaner here in the U S we're not going to cut corners. We're not going to do anything like shady manufacturing wise. And you as U S consumers are going to have to pay the, you know, or the world is going to have to pay the extra hundred dollars. It's because of the convenience. Exactly. The price. And like you watch an episode of shark tank and anybody comes in there that goes, Hey, I have a product. It's made in America. The first thing that the sharks in the shark tank will say is we got to figure out how to get you to do manufacturing overseas. Cause over there, 
The regulations aren't as high. Like, doesn't matter if they pollute the environment. They could do it for less. There's child labor. They're ignoring all of that. And those love our iPhones, but we hate. We ignore the fact that children are making them with their nimble Mm -hmm. little fingers in closed factories. And here's the thing: is like those same billionaires and and those same like the same Christians that own iPhones will then turn around, or you know, Samsung device or whatever will then turn around and they'll say like, you know, well, I won't, you know. when you know they'll say like, oh, you need to develop in China, and then they're going to turn around and say like, well, like why aren't we caring about our environment? It's like, well, why did you send everything over to places that don't have any regulations on that? And right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I just get frustrated with the hypocrisy of it all, and it's hypocrisy, but it's self hypocrisy. Like, yeah. it's like you know, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so the term tree hugger is like offensive, but like besides the rare, true blue, legitimate tree hugger that's like, I will go live in a tree so that you don't chop down that tree. And I cook over a fire made of my own feces. That's how low my my footprint is on this earth. (laughs) That's gross. It's gross. Absolutely gross. And I'm pretty sure you're poisoning your own self at that point. But besides besides those individuals, you will have the gung-ho environmental conservationist who is rocking a brand new Google Pixel 2 that has a his lithium is being mined somewhere who is the everything they do the car they drive everything it's built on capitalism healthy economies and subsidizing manufacturing overseas and they're the ones that will point the finger at you and go you Christians don't care and I go well, listen yeah we may care in different ways yeah but we care yeah now, I'm not defending thoughtless careless bad stewards who claim to be Christians. I'm not trying to defend them. Yeah. But I am saying anybody, it doesn't matter who you are, Christian, not Christian, Republican, Democrat, when you point fingers, you got to be careful because there's some fingers pointing back at you. And unless you are Mr. Johnny Tree Hugger cooking over the poop fire, it's very, very hard. Yeah. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. I, We're I all guess, doing a poor job. Uh, and I, I feel like we would we can just go back and forth on it all, all night long. Yeah. And like we've got to fig- finish this up at some point in time. But like, I definitely agree with the fact that we can't, we can't for the rest of our lives just say like, oh, well, I'm never going to own an iPhone. Like then, then there's like, where do you stop? You know? Right. And like you said, you just eventually have to, you know, e- you know, eat your own toenails and cook over a fire with your own feces. It's Delicious. like, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I understand. But I mean, like, what's the right answer then? Like, are we legislating like, like to a certain extent, righteousness and good stewardship? Do we like, uh, because it seems to me like, okay, we could try to legislate things. We could try to create nonprofits and NGOs. We could try to be like do-gooders. We can try to be better. But like, unless we start training our children and discipling that into people as we're making disciples and saying, this is what it means to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Like we are good stewards. And so you should give a crap about recycling and you yeah. should actually care about driving a vehicle that is better if you can afford it. Yeah. You should be working towards these things. So I get it. You worked really, really hard. You have an extra $40,000 sitting around. You're going to buy new floors and put a new extension on your house. Is that the right thing to do? Or is it better to invest in something that's going to help the world or buy a Tesla that's good for you and the world? I don't know what the right... It's just like personal conviction to me and discipleship that includes conservation seems to be like a 
at least a slight answer. Yeah, I mean, it's an answer. It's an and actionable a- like thing I could do. It, it is actionable. And I guess like I do have to think about sometimes like what can you do on the personal level? Because I, I guess like in the end of all days, like we could say like, hey, if we all banded together, we could probably solve you sure. know these issues. The, the thing that comes to mind is like just seeing the areas around you that could be that can be made better by like conservation and seeing that as sure. as important i saw an article um oh, it was a couple of years ago but there's a beach in uh in new delhi and uh and on this beach it was so polluted by trash and plastic and everything that you couldn't walk on it was just there was miles of trash just on this beach and they did the largest beach cleanup in the world one year they cleaned this entire beach and just the last year um the turtles started returning back to this beach and laying eggs it's like what a beautiful testimony of what humans can do to help out our world to then help god's creation act out what it used to do like what it's been longing to do in the past it's like like there's things like that but we and and i'm not like this is obviously in india but it's like when you take it back to your shores here like what can you do like like i think that's the question what can you do and that's my thing is like don't don't discredit don't don't think about like oh well it's it's you know like a lot of people think like, oh, well, we need to plan this whole event with humans and, you know, like we have to plan sure. this whole thing to attract people to come, you know, and hear the gospel and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, then they'll they'll wait for another two months or three months while they plan the next event. It's like, in the meantime, it doesn't take any thought at all to be like, hey, we're going to go down this creek. We're going to walk three and a half miles and just look for trash. We're going to pick that up. It's like, or even not to get super spiritual on it, but like if everywhere we go, we're a representation of Christ. Yeah. Right. Then like. then everywhere we go, we have an opportunity to be good stewards, right? So like, I hate to say it, but you're walking through a parking lot going to a restaurant dinner with your wife and it's like, you see a piece of trash, pick it up. Like, like, we can start there, right? And let it stir something up in us if if there's nothing else really going on. At least start there. That's something we can all do is have eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts that are willing to be kind of like, malleable and and um and and the lord to work in them when it comes to this topic yeah and i think also like my biggest thing is is like when you have people that come up to you that say like hey we need to care about about the environment because you know leonardo DiCaprio says this or that like don't give them the scoff don't don't be like oh like you're one of those people because it's like you know that doesn't draw anybody closer to christ especially if their thing is environmental conservation right like it's not going to ever make somebody say like Oh man, like I want to be a Christian because, you know, like Nolan, when, when I talked to him about it, the environment, he just said, Oh, you're one of those and turned away. Like I'm not leading anybody to Christ. Right. It would be better if I said like, I totally agree with you because the Lord said yeah. that you need to take care of the earth, steward it. And you know what to be a steward means? It means to act as God on this earth. Yeah. Do you think God would throw his trash on? Like, like when you kind of have that response to somebody, sure. they're going to go, Oh, that's what Christians believe about the environment. I definitely think the, the, uh, the mental kind of picture or or the understanding that people have of christians as conservationists needs to change and it's probably because we're not vocal about it and it's probably because we're too caught up doing our own thing yeah and it's probably because it's not part of the discipleship that's been put into us it's not being taught from pulpits Mm -hmm. it's probably just not being done well and we could be better listeners we could participate more we yeah. can be more excited about it when we kind of think about it and talk about it. We absolutely could be. And I, I think that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Well, 
That's it. That's I mean, it. Hey, I mean, if you have a difference of opinion, if you have some thoughts, if you have some correction for us, please reach out and let us know. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Biblical Lenses or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Biblical Lenses. You can head over to the website, which is absolutely 100% up and it's 100% vegan, free range, and organic. That's <laughs> you can find it at biblicallenses.com and uh, there you can check out show notes and more episodes. We release a fresh podcast every single week and we'd love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will see you.